Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. wrapping up this letter to the Romans, there are a few different themes that he's bringing together as he brings us his closing thoughts. Romans chapter 15 verses 14 through 16 continues. I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge, and competent to instruct one another. Yet I have written you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again, because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So Paul is convinced of something regarding the Romans, he writes, you yourselves are full of goodness. He doesn't write, hey, in spite of your terrible sinfulness, I still care about you. These people are far from perfect, but they are saved. They're not righteous because they act so good, as Paul has taken much time to unpack in this letter. They're righteous because they've been gifted righteousness by God. Ultimately, you are good if you are a follower of Jesus, because Jesus is with you and in you, and he is good, making you good. Paul does not beat them up in their sinfulness. He acknowledges that they are full of goodness because of what Christ has done in them. That is true of you as well. Paul acknowledges that this has been a tough letter at times. Like a dad, he's had to do some rebuking and some correcting because God has called him to be an apostle, and that is an apostle's job. But like a parent, this is only for the child's good. Correction comes to do just that, correct a behavior so the child can do better. When done right, it's always done in love and in gentleness, and it's only done for the benefit of the listener. This is true for church leaders, for parents, and even for us as brothers and sisters, as we at times correct one another. Good is always the goal of godly correction. Once again, Paul's heart is so clear. His heart is to see the Gentiles come to Jesus and be transformed by the Spirit. This has been the main emphasis of Paul's ministry. He has certainly ministered to the Jewish people as well, but not to them alone. He has given himself to foreign lands and a life of missions as he reaches out to those people who are far from God. Now, we may not be apostles, of course, with the same calling that Paul had, but we all have a role to play in that same mission. We may not all be missionaries crossing cultural lines. We might not all be overly gifted evangelists, but we are all called to be witnesses. We are all called to point others towards Jesus. However he has wired you, however he has gifted you, wherever he has placed you, you have a part to play, and it is crucial. You are a witness to the fact that Jesus is alive, and You are where you are for a reason. You are part of his great plan to save the world with the gospel. So today, take some time to reflect what is your role in pointing others towards Jesus? How do you fit into that plan? How might your gifts or your personality or your influence or your placement in life work together to help others see Christ as he works in your life? And as you get some answers, go and find a place to walk those things out as you go about your day today. day.